Welcome to Subscribing to Wellness, the show where Rachel Newman and myself, Daniel Fairman, sit down with leading founders, executives, and investors committed to building a healthier future for consumers. Today's episode is brought to you by our newest partner, Element. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. That means a science-backed electrolyte ratio with none of the junk, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. I've personally been using Element for nearly six months now daily, and it's not only the cleanest hydration powder in terms of function, but I love the taste, especially the citrus and watermelon flavors. Element supports a low-carb lifestyle and will boost your performance and recovery regardless of if you're a serious athlete or a weekend warrior. So head to drinkelement.com slash subscribing to wellness. That's drinklmnt.com slash subscribing to wellness for a special introductory deal on your first order. You won't regret it. Today on Subscribing to Wellness, we are joined by Diana Cohen, founder and CEO of Crown Affair. Crown Affair is a first-of-its-kind hair care brand that empowers people to redefine their relationship with their hair through accessible luxury products, guidance, and community. Diana is on a mission to make hair care a daily ritual. Prior to Crown Affair, Diana worked with and for a number of leading brands such as Away, Harry's, Outdoor Voices, and more. We talked to Diana about all things hair, how to get a patent on a towel, the impact of social media, and much more. Diana, welcome to the show. So excited to be here. Thank you both for having me today. Um, We're super pumped to be chatting with you. So just to dig right in, I mean, you worked with and for a number of awesome, awesome brands, big brand names, Outdoor Voices, Harry's, Flamingo, Away, The Wing, Yummy, the list goes on. And obviously now you have your own today, but what stands out to you in making and crafting an incredible brand? The thing I've always been most drawn to is working with brands and businesses that have something that transform the way people feel about themselves. Like it's not just about the product. It's about how people see themselves when they use that product. And I don't know how I ended up at all these companies in succession one after another, whether it was Away or Outdoor Voices or Harry's, but I don't know. I've just always been drawn to innovators who have a vision to change the conversation in categories that haven't really been thought about in an intentional way in a while. Um, so that that's what I've always been drawn to. And then obviously with launching Crown Affair three years ago, it felt like such a natural evolution of other people's brands that I had been working on and problems that I had been solving, but it was finally time to solve the problem that I was looking for in terms of answers. Yeah. So great natural segue. I mean, you started Crown Affair three years ago. I know you just celebrated three the third birthday, which was so fun and exciting. Um, and you're really looking to kind of flip how we see hair care on its head. No pun intended. Wow. That was, that was so not pun intended <laughs> there. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the mission behind Crown Affair and what you're doing differently? It's totally fine, by the way. The amount of restraint that it takes to not say a hair pun every hour of the day. It's just, it's a lot of effort. Um, yeah, you mean, I mean, the entire business for me started in such an organic way. Since I was young, I've been obsessed with hair care. It's the one part 
of my, of my body and myself that I always felt a ton of confidence in. I always used to have it be kind of like my final accessory before going out was my hair. And even if you haven't taken the time to think about it, hair is such a huge part of our identities. I mean, it's literally like a shape on your head. Like you can identify famous people and politicians based off what their hair looks like. I mean, there are characters in Pixar movies whose entire personalities and plot lines change based off how their hair changes or how their, their relationship to their hair changes. And, you know, I've always been curious about it from that perspective. And even though I was using luxury salon products for the, over the last 10 years of my life, I never felt connected to any of those brands. The stories were always a famous stylist in Paris who does so-and-so's hair and the cover of this thing. And I'm like, this isn't, I, I don't see myself in that. Uh, and as I started to dig a little further, I realized that like maybe the quality of these ingredients and products haven't been innovated on in a long time. And maybe they're not amazing for you. I think skincare and color cosmetics have been so democratized over the last decade in a way that hair care hasn't. And it started with this Google doc that I sent to a couple girlfriends with my 12 step routine, which in hindsight sounds like a lot of steps, but I promise it is worth it in terms of all the little touch points that make taking care of your hair, something to look forward to. And, you know, at the time that that doc had my fancy hairbrush that people would roll their eyes at the price of, or a hair towel that I liked, but you know, the five or six things that I wanted to change about it, whether it was the shape or the length or the fabric or how it looked and where the tag was and all of that, you know, and shampoo and conditioner that I liked, but you know, things that I wish were a little different or hair oil with some feedback. And I sent that to a couple of friends. It went way beyond the initial group of people I sent it to. And that was the aha moment for me where I was like, there's such a major disconnect here between how I talk about hair with my friends and what I'm looking for, like to recommend versus what actually exists in the space. Yeah. So you initially launched Crown Affair with just tools. Um, as you mentioned, an amazing brush and comb and you had your scrunchies um, and you have your clips. And now only, I guess, a year or so, right? It's been with products and formulas? Has it been, what What has it been with? So formulas? we, we actually launched with one formula skew. We did launch with four products and it was primarily tools. You're right. It was the towel, the comb and the brush. And then it was our hair oil. oil so yeah. it, for me, it was all about focusing on the post-wash ritual when we launched, because it's a little overwhelming changing your shampoo and conditioner. Like the amount of customer interviews that I've done where people are like, I kind of use whatever's in the shower. Like I want to finish this thing. For some reason, the, uh, like the risk aversion in this category is very different than like buying a lipstick or like trying a new bronzer. Like there's a lot of playfulness and fun, I think in makeup where people are willing to take a risk. And I think there's so much education and skincare that people are a little bit less price averse to trying something new or integrating an eye cream into their routine. But when it comes to hair, it's likely that you've been using whatever your stylist recommended to you from many years ago. And that relationship is so different than the one that you have with yourself at home. Like the whole goal of going to a salon is 
They wash your hair, probably a shampoo that's not actually best suited for your scalp, likely that it has a harsh surfactant system. They then cut your hair wet. They blow it dry. You feel great for a few days. And then you like wash it a couple of days later and you're like, why doesn't it look the same? So to me, there was just such an unlock there in terms of how you take care of yourself at home and especially what you do after your hair is wet. The oil is a really special product to me because it is our first formula product. I am very specific about the products I use in terms of the benchmarks and also what I'm looking for in a product where I actually think outside of the brand, outside of the product and packaging, all of that, I think where the real innovation lies in Crown Affair is that it is good for you and also makes your hair look good. When I was starting the company, there were a lot of options, right? You can even go to Whole Foods and get like a healthy oil for you, but it's not going to make your hair look good. There are, you know, some clean brands in the space, but after 60 days, like you want to go back to the stuff that works, you know? So I think why we see fewer celebrities enter the space and why there's just fewer clean hair care brands than there are makeup and skincare is because it's actually really, really challenging to formulate products that are effective and also good for you. And I think this is what clean color has done so well, which is skincare for or makeup formulated like skincare, right? And that's the intersection that's exciting. So for the oil, I wanted to make an oil that was weightless. There's an incredible oil I was introduced to on a trip to Japan a few years ago. Actually, it was 2019 that I went and I found this oil called Tsubaki seed oil, which is really common in Japan. Molecularly, the structure of the oil is a lot smaller than the oils we're used to over here, coconut oil, argan oil, Moroccan oil. So if you have thin or fine hair, you actually want something that's more weightless. And we really anchored the entire brand around that ingredient. We're not a brand. I really believe in leading with a larger ethos around a brand. For us, that's time. Versus just an ingredient story or being clean or, you know, sustainability being the core pillar. Those are product promises. To me, I wanted to build something even bigger. Um, and that's where the tools come in too, to your point, right? It is this holistic ritual. Um, I remember talking to Gucci Westman from Westman Atelier. It's like, yes, it's the makeup, but it's also how you apply the makeup and the whole ritual around it really does change the way it looks on you. Um And I don't know, I just like, I have a comb right next to me right now. I know whoever's listening can't see it, but it's like having a beautiful thing that brings you joy and makes you look forward to taking care of yourself is so powerful. And I wanted to make something that was handmade in Italy from generations of people who have been making these tools. It just, it does make an impact on your hair over time. And as you said, we started with four products. We now have 18 SKUs um, and it's just been so fun growing out the whole universe with our customers. It really yeah. does. It does make a difference. I have my crown of bear comb and I keep it in my, in the, in the pouch. And it's like yeah. my little, you know, bougie ritual, whatever. Yes. I it. Like it's, it makes me feel like when I'm packing for a trip and I like, don't forget my, I don't forget to put it in it's like sleeve because it's so nice and I don't want it to get ruined. And it like, it's kind of this like surprise aha moment. Um, totally interesting. Yeah, I can't say I have a crown affair comb, but I can say the way the way that you describe and build the brand, it really makes you feel like this is a huge part of your health and wellness routine. And I do think that in the future, like personal care and all of these different elements of the body and skin and hair should really feel like part of your true health and wellness routine, just like working out and, and everything else and eating healthy. Um, I'd be curious to go back on 
your point surrounding the complications with formulation and just how you went about formulating um, some of the more recent early products. Obviously, there's certain claims that I feel like are really, really popular right now with skincare, whether that's cruelty-free, vegan, non-comedogenic, et cetera, et cetera. How did you think about formulating for a hair care product and, and how did you go about it? I mean, first and foremost, the product needs to work. Uh, it's not just clean for the sake of being clean. It's actually needs to perform. You know, we work with a chemist outside of our contract manufacturers. So what a lot of people do, and I'm sure people know this, but for those listening who don't, most people go to a contract manufacturer or a CM and say, hey, I want to make a hair oil or I want to make a shampoo conditioner line. This is the case often with celebrity brands, right? They go and they show them six shampoos, six conditioners, six, and they say, pick one and they put a fragrance and they put a sticker on it and they have a whole line. I really believe in the hero product skew approach. And there were just some things that I absolutely knew we could not include in the products for being a brand that launched in 2020. You know, like I'm still surprised to this day, some of the ingredients that are in products. And it's really important to me that we're following standards that are set by the EU. Um, because unfortunately in America, they're not always super mindful about what they're giving customers. Obviously we see this more at a mass scale, for example, you know, some of the recalls happening across the board more recently, there was a massive real recall of aerosol dry shampoos, um, because they had carcinogens inside of them. And I think, as humans, we just forget that we're putting these things on our body and the scalp, I believe it's six times more absorbent than other parts of your skin. So it is so important to formulate things that are safe for all hair types, right? Like not everything is going to work for everyone. And I actually think it's really important to not make everything for everyone. It's really important to focus when you're making product and building a brand, but it needs to be safe for everyone. And I mean, we have a page on our website that has all of the ingredients that we don't formulate with. And that's a challenge. I mean, some of my favorite hero products from Orve or Chris, there's a, there's a scalp scrub from Christophe Robin that like I've used for at least eight years. And it's unbelievable, like what it does to your scalp. It feels amazing. Your hair feels like you just got a blowout. The problem is that it's loaded with sulfates and harsh salts. It's not color safe. Like it's really not great, you know? So it took over two years to formulate our scalp scrub to be all of those things and really make your hair feel like the best version of itself and not be overstripped. And I don't know, each product is its own challenge. Like I think the days of just these hair cared franchise lines are very done, right? It's like, there's so much stuff in the world that it's like, you really need to be intentional with your product brief and who you're making this for. So that's usually how we approach a product. If we have an idea, we're mm -hmm. like, who is this for? How is she moving through the world with it? Thinking about the formula in context with the component, the size, the volume, how it's being used. And then the most important thing to me is actually ingredient sourcing. And it's, it's the same with food. It's like, I say this all the time, you can have the same ingredient, but they're not actually the same depending on where you're getting them from. And I always use the cheese analogy of Parmesan. It's like, you can have a recipe for Cache Pepe and it's like, you go to the bodega or the, you know, the standard grocery store, you get pre-shaved Parmesan in like a craft green jar and it's Parmesan. I mean, it's going to do the job. Or you could have a beautiful wheel of Parmesan like flown in from Italy and shaved over your Couch Pepe. And it's like, 
they're both Parmesan, but they're not the same ingredient. And I think that's the whole thing. It's like, how do you distill formulations to actually have less and do more for you like a great dish or a great salad? It's like, I'd rather have five really good ingredients than like 18 ingredients. And some of them are kind of filler and not great for you. So I know there are a million protein powders on the market these days, but when I tell you that this protein powder is my absolute favorite, I mean it. Sprout Living makes plant-based protein powders that help support my active lifestyle. Sprout Living only uses real, powerful superfood adaptogens and nootropics. Their blends are not only tasty, but also functional. No gums or thickeners like most protein powders use. No natural flavorings, just the whole real deal ingredients. My personal favorite is the vanilla leucoma. Head over to go.sproutliving.com backslash subscribing to wellness and use code sub2protein for 20% off your order. I love the thoughtfulness that you guys bring to like every single product you create and everything you innovate. Um, it just, it, it speaks volumes and you can tell in the, in the products that you come out with and you're so thoughtful with each and every innovation. And I want to specifically talk about the towel. So the towel, your yeah. towel is like <laughs> the utmost viral. I mean, your TikToks with the towel, everything with the towel. And I know that you have a patent on this towel. And I mean, there's so many questions. I mean, A, how do you get a patent on a towel? But then B, like why, what makes your towel, which again, I'm obsessed with the towel, but what makes your towel like different than a different, you know, other hair towel? This is my favorite question of, of all time. Also legitimately was the best male day of my life. I have it in the other room, but you get this like huge, like embossed seal and it's like the U.S. patent treasury office and it's all these pages. And I was like, wow, I have a very legitimate government document in my you home now. It. I kind of thought about it. I was that I was like, is that corny? But you should frame it with like you know those cool frames that have like shadow like with with the original towel or something like the sketch of the towel. Yes, yes, I love that. So it's one of those things where okay, it's it's actually really funny. The first person I ever told about Crown Affair that was not part of my like immediate circle of friends, although he'll probably I mean if he listens to this he might find offense to that comment was my now closer friend, Dave Heath, who's the founder, co-founder of Bombas, the sock company. And we were at a wedding together of a mutual friend in Hawaii. And we were sitting at the pool and I was like, I have this idea. (laughs) I'm going to tell it to you. And I was like, here's the thing though. And I had the towel, obviously that was one of the first products I was working on. I was like, Dave, how do you sell socks? Like I have 500 socks in a drawer somewhere. I can go on Amazon and get socks and go to cost. Like I don't, why do I need your socks? And he was like, Diana, it's all about pointing out the things that people never even realize they needed. So the second that you say, oh, it's a seamless toe, you look down at your sock and you're like, damn it, there's a seam there. Or the second that you say like, there's an arch support, you're like, oh yeah, these socks are kind of like not, you know, I should, I need new socks. Like this has totally changed the way I think about my socks and, you know, are your old socks from wherever, like not going to work? No, but like there is a way to move through the world better. And that's how I felt about the towel. There are so many hair towels out there. Like you can get one from the brands that have existed forever. You can get one from Amazon, like a pack of three for $18 or whatever, but they're just not the same. 
specifically like the really big hair towel company that existed. I was like, I can't believe this is it. It's like borderline a car wash towel. Like after you wash it 10 times and like, it has like a really colorful tag. I'm like, this doesn't go in my life. Like, you know, also too the patent on it and why this exists. So most hair towels are either like a twisty turban shape, which for me, when my hair was really long, always, it never actually got the surface area of my hair. Like I felt like it was kind of clumping wet hair together and it was too tight and I didn't like the button in the back. It would always like topple or fall off or towels were like the long versions and fully rectangular. But the thing about that is there's actually two triangular sections at the top that you don't need. It ends up when you, your head is round. So the rectangle, like you don't need those two top triangles. So I literally sat on the floor. I went to mood fabrics on 37th street in New York, got a random fabric, not our final towel fabric, but just to have fabric to play with. And I sat on the floor and I started cutting up the towel and being like, how long do I want it? What is it? And I realized that there's that extra fabric. And I was like, no one has a towel that's shaped like this. Um, it makes it so much more weightless on your head and it makes it just like sit on your head better. So I filed a patent with the patents office. I just like asked my lawyer, I'm like, how do I do this? Like, how do I get a patent on a hair towel shape? And he's like, you can just own it and then nobody can copy you. So that is the innovation in the hair towel. I always say the analogy is like, and Daniel, maybe this will resonate with you. It's like a meat thermometer. It's like you can cook your meat without the meat thermometer, but the second you use one, you're like, oh, this is so much more dialed and it's better. And it's the same thing with your hair. So that is the story of the towel. I swear by it. I travel with one. I have multiples of them. It was funny because when I was starting to do early projections for the business, I was like, oh, people will buy one towel and that is not the case. We have people who have multiple towels, sending them to different homes and friends and daughters and moms and sisters and the whole thing. So um, I love that it unites a lot of us together and it just makes your hair look and feel better. So most of us know by now, if we want to live a long, vibrant life, we need to eat healthy. But one of the hardest parts about eating healthy is time. It takes a lot of time to go to the store, get ingredients, cook everything, then clean up. And coming up with new, interesting recipes is tough, at least for me. I don't know about you, but it feels like I rarely have that time or inspiration, which is why I love Sakara. They deliver fresh, plant-powered meals right to my door with ingredients I can trust. Everything is designed to support gut health, energy metabolism, and weight management, which I'm 100% here for. Their breakfasts are my actual favorite, since they're a nice mix-up to what I normally eat. Sweet potato coconut dream parfait, chlorella sunrise cake with cacao cream, and gut nurturing mango granola with coconut vanilla milk are just a few from their menu I've loved and are an amazing way to start my day with something energizing and exciting. I've also tried their chocolate metabolism powder and loved it. It's amazing with coffee. If you want to give Sakara a go, try our code for 20% off at sakara.com slash stw20. That's Sakara. S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash S-T-W-20 to get 20% off your first order. We can't wait to hear what you think. The floor, like just random fabric. Um, But it's true. I mean, I used to use the, I feel like I got them at like Bed Bath & Beyond, the ones that were like circular where you put your head in the tube or whatever. Um, It's so interesting. I'm curious. I feel like you're you're really on this cusp of like people treating their hair with the same respect, kind of what we were talking about earlier, if not more respect than how they treat their face and their body and caring more about what they put in their hair and put on their hair and just how they treat it. 
Um, what do you think like people get wrong about hair care in general? I feel like we're very much sitting in a moment that is focused on repairing damage without getting to the root of the damage. That is why you see major successes. And by the way, these products should exist. Like it's great that they exist, but that's why you see four minute repair with K-18 or Olaplex, like repair your hair immediately. And it's like, maybe we should actually change the way we think about this. And you know, Daniel, to your point of like it paralleling nutrition, not just skincare, but it's like, this isn't a diet, you know, like it's not this four minute miracle or quick repair. It's like, how do you think about this in a more holistic way? And it also doesn't mean like going cold Turkey. Like I still love a hot tool, you know, and there, there might be a wedding or an event. And I really believe in the 80, 20 philosophy in all parts of my life, including hair care. So, you know, using better quality products and tools to get your like healthiest, best, most effortless hair. And then when you want to reach for a hot tool for something more formal, or you just want to look a little bit more like polished, go do that. Make sure you're using a heat protectant, make sure you use a hair treatment mask on the weekends. Like I also think too, we're just seeing a shift. We saw this in makeup, but it's like, it is that no makeup makeup vibe. And that's what I've been trying to spread the gospel on in hair care. It's like, I'm not, you know, this isn't just about the perfect blowout. You know, there is a time and place for that and there's products for that. But to me, it's, it's about a whole new movement in hair care that we're focusing on. Yeah. I'm curious to know, I guess, like, how do you feel like crown affair is like using, I know you guys are using like social media, especially TikTok, and, as I mentioned before, like your virality with the towel. And I know you spend a lot of time on Crown Affairs TikTok. And I'm curious, like how you see social engaging in this hair care movement, because I feel like a lot of people are using TikTok and social media to like figure out new ways to either do their hair or style their hair or products to use or things not to use. I want to know like how Crown Affair is really digging into the social aspect. It's Wait, I just so want to comment. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I just want to comment. That's such a good point, Rachel, because like I read this article like three days ago and this goes away from hair care, but I'm sure there's a similar trend. The TikTok hashtag body care routine and hair care routine, like both of those hashtags have, if you look at like number of hashtag mentions over the last like five years for those two, it's like the most crazy pace I've ever seen. Um, it's like yeah. millions of hashtags for those two over like the last year compared to any year before. It's crazy. Diana's crown affair, like your towel <laughs> stuff is like vi- is viral. It's the air dry ritual. So the yeah. crown affair air dry hashtag has like millions and millions of views yeah. now. And it's yeah, because, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's all about the art of the air dry. So I do my little twist and clip routine and it's because people are seeking education in this category. Like people want to know how to take care of their hair and there's so much content around professional as well. Like how to achieve a look that someone had at the Oscars. And like, that's always been an ecosystem from an editorial perspective. But I think more and more people just want to see real people sharing their personal hair journeys because all of us have our own hair type, you know, like everyone's hair is different depending on your, you know, everything where you live, the water quality, your lifestyle, what your hair looks like. It changes every six to seven years as your hair grows out, maybe you, after you have a baby, like people want to learn about this stuff. So we've just found so much success with 
authentically telling our story, both through my lens and also through our community. And it's really interesting. I don't think I've shared this anywhere else before, but we're going to be doing towers at Sephora in their doors this summer. That's all focused on the art of the air dry and hydration. And that came from the TikTok, like it came from the reality of that. So I don't know if people have like done you know, visual merchandising displays that are actually inspired by TikTok success, but that's very much where that came from. So it's that social to your question, Rachel, like social is directly impacting visual merchandising in our case. Wait, so tell um, a tower, are you going to have like images of you doing your air dry? It's still going to be like not UGC, but there will be, there will, the whole storytelling and the product merchandising will be anchored around how to achieve the air dry, but no, there's real models. I mean, I'm I'm not throwing myself up on a, on a display yet, but maybe one day. Um, so the clips will be, I'm assuming like the clips and the oil will all be like oil, the leave-in, the towel, like how to achieve this step-by-step routine to get the no makeup makeup. That's amazing. Um, so as you mentioned, so many SKUs now, 18, you said, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you guys just came out with the finishing oil, which is fantastic. The finishing gel, the gel. Oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. Gel. It's all good. There's a lot. <laughs> um, I'm so excited about the oil in my head. Um, I know. What's next for Crown Affair? So, you know, obviously more SKUs, whatnot, but like, how do you see Crown Affair in a year, five years from now? You know, it's interesting with launching the finishing gel and also the success of the dry shampoo. I think we've really hit a positive nerve around clean styling. There has not been a ton of innovation in the styling side. Like even with the gel, most people hear the word gel and they think crunchy, sticky, hard, flaky. I need to wash this out as soon as I use it. And like the slick back style has become so popular the last two years of just like a simple, sophisticated, clean, slick back look. And you have to commit to washing your hair that night. And what's so magical is that ours is more of a moisturizing gel cream formula. So you can literally brush it out and then wear your hair, which is actual magic. Like you see our community and customers posting on TikTok and Instagram being like, I can't believe I can brush this out after it held my hair all day. I also love it because I live in Miami. It's super humid here. I have wavy hair. So of course I have frizz and flyaways. And I use it almost as like a Photoshop blurring effect for the top of my hair and it's not crunchy. It's like so moisturizing. So, you know, I think there hasn't been a ton of innovation in gel. Like when you type in gel to Google or in a Sephora search bar, like you're not really getting something that I think would exist within the crown affair universe. And I think that's, what's so exciting is that I feel really confident in our unique point of view, whether that's in the context of our formula philosophy, our component philosophy, how the brand looks and feels every single touch point is considered in terms of how you use this product throughout your day. And I feel like that's super rare because a lot of products are just made for a moment or just for a style. And I'm really excited to dive deeper into that space over the next few years, because I think there's a lot of room for innovation around everything like gels and hairsprays and things like that. Um, And then also like really focusing on caring for the scalp as well. It's become very popular over the last few years, but it, it is a health thing with the scalp, but you also want your strands to look good. Sometimes you get a product that is a little messy or you don't really know how to use it or you have to wash it out. And I think there's a lot of room for innovation around more, taking that product with you on the go, how you care for your scalp and really think of it as like 
a garden and the soil in the garden without also like making your hair feel terrible. So lots of fun things there. And then, yeah, just continued like expansion with Sephora and all of our partners and spreading the message, you know, year three is still kind of a rookie year for a brand, which I think is really exciting. Um, but I'm excited to get into the next season of the business too. Yeah. I'm, I'm so jealous that I missed your, your birthday party pop-up with your embroidered towels. Yeah. It looked so epic. There um, might be some embroidered towels in the pipeline. Get ready right, for every, not just IRL, but also URL. <laughs> I love that. Um, one more thing I wanted to touch on was you guys have a really interesting like partnership and collab model. So you've been very particular in who you partnered with and who you choose to align yourself with kind of moving forward. And, um, a couple that stand out is the pottery makers that you guys, um, as well as DS and Durga. And I think one thing that stands out in Crown Affairs world is, is your signature scent. Um, and even so much so that you have your signature scent that you can purchase and spray all over your body and your hair and wherever you want. Um, and I, I want to just understand how you think through partnerships and collabs and how Crown Affair extends beyond just what you've built. It is my favorite thing to think about because it's what I used to do in my previous roles for the most part, particularly in my job at Away. I was head of partnerships there. And so much of that was thinking about the different vetting points of brand alignment, brand adjacency, and then ultimately the halo effect for the business in that role. But for me, a huge part of my personal mission is to make hair care cool and exciting and elevate the daily ritual. And for me, that means partnering with brands that most hair care brands frankly can't do, you know, and for something like DS and Durga, that was all about like the experience and having scent be most people until you start working in hair care, you don't even think about the fragrance and a lot of these things, you know, like if you're not in beauty, like you don't really think about it, but then you're like, Oh wait, that's a really powerful part of this experience. Like how do we make it fun? And Kavi and David are incredible founders. They've built that brand over a decade now. And I just have so much respect for them. So that was really fun. They also have such a cool customer and audience. So I was really excited about that one and starting from scratch with products and you know design and all of that. We also worked with someone like Jennifer Bear, who's been making the most gorgeous headbands for over... 20 years now. And my like high school self who used to watch Gossip Girl and love Blair Waldorf was like freaking out inside. But it's like, if I'm going to do a thing, it needs to be with the most exciting, you know, established person in the space. We've also partnered, you know, with Rosie Huntington, Whiteley, prior to her launching her brand on a collab comb, you know, with Violet Gray, we do limited edition comb colorways. Violet Gray is one of my favorite beauty retailers forever. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, ceramics partnership with run ceramics, like just thinking through things that exist. I think it's all about, as you build a brand, it's not just about the product. It's about building the whole brand universe. And that's something I'm so deeply passionate about. I want everyone to be able to step into the crown affair brand, whether you use the product or not today, I think building a brand can be for everyone. Um, And that's what excites me most. And as we grow, I can't wait to keep doing thoughtful partnerships, um, and expanding the world. Yeah. I think what I have loved so much about all of your partnerships is they're all with people that have some sort of like expertise or craft. 
And you're very particular about that. So, you know, you're not just partnering with like, I don't know. I don't want to use any, I mean, let's just yeah. use a big brand like a Nike or a Lululemon, like right. a big brand that's amazing brand, but they do a lot of things all at once versus like you're partnering with someone that like, let's take DS and Durga, they're yeah. crafting these scents and they're magical scents. I'm a big, big fan of DS and Durga. And I think, you know, they're very particular. And as you mentioned, they have a very particular audience that they're going after and they're not trying to get the entire market. They're trying to get their right. DS and Durga customer. And I think the same thing for you is you have your crown affair family and obviously that family is growing and we all want it to see it grow and get bigger, but you are crafting that family with your craft and your interpretation. And I, I think that is just like, honestly, so beautiful and magical to see. Thank you. No, I mean, a former boss once told me, she was like, people should just do like, go to the thing that people do that one thing. Well, like when you think of a puffy jacket, who are the brand, you know, what it's small, Claire, if you think of whatever it is, it's like, what is that actual thing that they do well? And that's what they should be experts in. And I even feel that way with building a brand. It's like, if you have an idea and you want to go into something else, like partner with somebody who's the expert in that craft, like that to me is so much more powerful than just making more stuff that people don't need. So I totally agree. I definitely have some dream partnerships, especially like artist collabs down the line. But, you know, as you build a business, it's about finding a balance of focusing on the core customer and building the brand in these key days. And I'm excited for year five and six, and hopefully I can get to like really play in an even bigger way. But it's been amazing so far, and I've I've loved every minute. Yeah. So... Super random question. So if you are not using Crown Affair hair tools, care, formulas, what are you using in the bathroom or in your life? I mean, I'm such a body care person. I love like I so in the shower, I use all Crown Affair. I have yeah. one vice that isn't Crown Affair, and it's because no one has created a better version of it. And we have been working tirelessly, but is the uh, Orbe texturizing spray, which is not clean, but okay. it's just the best. And there's no clean version that's good. So that's the one product I'll use for events and whatnot. Um, but I do really love skincare and I love makeup. I'm definitely like similar philosophy where it's like less is more. Uh, I've recently been using my friend's line, Do, D-I-E-U-X, E-U-X, yeah. Uh, Marta and Charlotte's line. It's really effective. Like I love it. And it's just easy and simple. Um, I still use drunk elephant moisturizer forever. I use like skin SkinCeuticals cleanser. I'm very like simple, but effective kind of vibe. And then with makeup, I love, I've been using a lot of say recently, Lainey's line. I love skin tint. They have a great mascara. I'm kind of old school. I still use like Benefit blush and bronzer. I still haven't changed since high school, but if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, and I also love Westman Atelier. That's what I use for all my base stuff. So my foundation, my concealer, I think Westman, what Gucci is doing is just absolutely phenomenal and so intentional. And everything from the formulas to the components makes me excited about makeup, which, and the tools as well. Like the tools are really important in terms of how it applies to your face. And, um, everything that she does, I, I love. Um, and then on the body side, I really like what Uni is doing. I mean, I use like a lymphatic drainage paddle. I gua sha every day. Um, Oak Essentials is a really amazing face oil that I use for my gua sha. Um, but then everything else is is crown affair. Um, and then yeah. internally I I take seed. I love seed. I think it's an amazing symbiotic. 
I love all of that. That was a um, lot. Yeah. No, that, I know. You were like, I keep it really simple. And <laughs> I'm like the epitome of that quote in When Harry Met Sally. That's like, I'm like low maintenance, but high maintenance. I'm the perfect intersection of that. I'm a high maintenance, low maintenance person is what I it feel is. that. I, I like to say it about myself. It's like, oh, and then my 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 menu order. And they're like, oh, excuse me, can you please leave? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> so we like to ask all of our guests, even though you might have touched on this a little bit with some of the brands that you use, how they subscribe to wellness. So what are some things you do on a daily, weekly basis to be able to show up not only best for you and yourself, but to be able to show up for Crown Affair? So I'm incredibly grateful that our entire motto is take your time because it creates a boundary for me. I cannot tell people to take their time if I'm not taking my time. So I do subscribe to that in a very deep way. And that for me means in every chance I get getting enough sleep, I am a different human when I've had a lot of sleep. So my sleep hygiene is very important to me most of the time, except for when it's not, um, it's hard. Um, I drink a lot of water, like constantly drinking water. I journal every day. I have a morning pages practice. I don't do morning pages every day. I try to hit like four out of the seven. Um, it's just tough sometimes with work or travel or things, but I always do the five minute journal. Um, cause that's like a quick way to be accountable. I stretch every day. That is my favorite thing to do. I love stretching. I love stretching people. There's just something about like opening up your body that feels so good and connected. Um, And then I try to read even like 10 pages of something every day because it's very easy to reach for your phone in moments of boredom. And it isn't really an escape, even though it's tricking your body that it is. So I like just being in somebody else's world for a minute and, um, those rituals are really, really important to me. And when I don't do them, I feel deeply out of sorts. So I prioritize them and subscribe to them borderline religiously. <laughs> Those are all great. Those are all really, really good things. Um, the stretching is something I need to be better about too. I'll come on over. I'll stretch you. Yeah, I'll yeah. lead a group stretch for yeah, all we, of us. We should do that. We should do that. Um, Diana, where can our listeners learn more about Crown Affair? crownaffair.com is a great place to start and you can find crown affair on Instagram and TikTok as well. I post a lot of my personal TikTok pretty much every day now, which is crazy to me because exactly 365 days ago, I did not know what TikTok was. So, um, those are great places to start. Our team is in the DMS. I'm there as well. You can also find us at Sephora goop and Violet gray, and they do an amazing job with editorial and education as well. So Amazing. Amazing. Diana, thank you so much. Um, have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much, Rachel. This is great. Today's episode is brought to you in partnership with Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to see what the hype was all about. Now I literally can't miss a day. It's the first thing I put in my body every single morning. As someone who suffers from IBS, AG1 has completely improved my gut health and allows me to have sustained energy throughout the day. And since I'm always on the go, the travel packs make it so easy to stay consistent wherever I am. Love it. I've personally been taking AG1 for a while. And as someone who lacked a multivitamin routine, AG1 has been the perfect product to mix into my morning routine. Truthfully, I was a skeptic at first as I'm with most supplements and vitamins, but I felt noticeably better at the start of morning workouts and definitely have seen an improvement in my digestive health. I tend to mix my AG1 with two tablespoons of lemon juice and coconut water and it's delicious. 
Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash STW. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash STW to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks everyone for listening to today's episode. Feel free to rate, review, and share the podcast. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to Wellness. If you'd like to sponsor us, please see the supporter link in our podcast bio. We hope everyone has a great rest of week filled with wellness, and we'll see you next time.